Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Down in Front. This week we're going to recommend a bunch of stuff because we have opinions and you don't. My name is Tig Christie. <laughs> Yours don't matter. Sitting here next to my friend Brian William Fenifter. Greetings. Michael Dorkman Scott. Yellow. And Trey the Amazing Stokes. Hi. Recommending television and movies for your having been recommended pleasure, I guess. Uh, this is an older show, but uh, my it roommate, checks out. my roommate Jeff, it's an older, it's an older show, sure, but it checks out. My roommate Jeff uh, got me into Friday Night Lights, the TV show. I haven't seen the movie, Keep but it's it's on uh, a a it's on Netflix, like five or six seasons of it. B, it's still on the air. I didn't know that. What? It's on NBC to yeah. this day. It's on, it's, it's, well, it's in syndication. It's well, not no, new. It's, it was picked well, up. Now it was, he's no, shaking was, his head at me, but it's, no, it was going to be on, uh, it, it moved to an uh, ABC Dish Network. In any case, oh, oh, on the wiki, it's it says years of running and it says like 2005 hyphen. And that's yeah, but that's, but that's because it was it it was a it was kind of a rare thing because it was the first one of the first shows to be picked up by like I think it was the Dish Network. It or jumped networks or, or, or Directv or whatever started to so like not even a real network, but a, you know a, oh, okay. a cable company started. In to, any case, to I, I, I'm going through make, the early seasons now, yeah. which is the NBC stuff, if I'm not mistaken. But um, it the, the it is a show in case you haven't heard about it. It is a show about a small town that's very much rallying around their football team and the sort of inner circle drama that happens with that and. As someone who lives in a small town and who generally hates small town dynamics and isn't a big fan of football, especially small town not, sports, not to yeah. mention teenagers played well, by thirty-year-old people, uh, it, it doesn't seem like anything that I really should have been yeah. into. I just, you know, and it was no, it's based on a movie, and you know, it's, which is based on a book, exactly. And it's about, you know, yeah, it's about football, right? Can't possibly be any good, but it's, for years um, and years, everyone's going, oh, it's the best show on television. It's, it's, uh, you know, it's. I've never checked it out. I, when I first saw The West Wing, it hurt how it was like, yep, that's great show. Yeah. It's not it's not on that level, but it's a really good show. I mean, I w- I'm really enjoying the shit out of it. And, you know, th- this kid gets injured and what's going to happen and the girlfriend and all that stuff. It's it's basically a really good soap opera, but I'm really enjoying it. And it's on Netflix. So if you have a streaming account, might, check it out. I might stumble and try that one. The only thing it's it's the camera work is a little verite for my taste, but I got over that pretty quick. It's a little shaky, 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 shaky. Trey, I'm I'm haven't seen a movie since the summer. I you know I heard that Batman movie was good. I'm hoping to check it out one of these days. Pretty soon, yeah, it'll be on. Yeah, I pretty soon. Um, I guess the last one of the last you know I saw I saw Prometheus, I saw Avengers, and that's pretty much pretty much it for movies and me. Um, as I was mentioning before we started rolling. Um, it's it's now the beginning of screener DVD season. I just got my first of the season. Why do you get those again? Remind me. Writers Guild. God, I got to get in that shit. Yeah. <laughs> um, I want yeah. free movies. It's a pretty good deal. SAG, you also get them. Um, That's expensive. That's like paying for movies. Yeah. Well, Writers Guild is price yeah. more expensive not, than SAG. Yeah. Join. Oh, damn but, it. A um, lot more expensive. But... Um, but yeah, I just got my first screener DVD, which is always a mixed bag because often you'll get movies that you know you you wouldn't normally have watched. The first one I got, I didn't even know existed. I've never heard of it. I, I don't. I can't imagine it's even out yet. It's probably an advanced screener. What's it called? I don't remember. Oh but, it's, but it's but it's, 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 weird. it's so movies, good. You see, guys. This, see this rings a bell. It's apparently it's a it's a dramedy, uh, probably more skewing toward comedy. Um, it stars Rashida Jones and Andy Samberg. It's about a divorced couple that are trying to stay friends. Oh, oh that's yeah, yeah. that's out. So and so and so and so. Name and name. Yeah, yeah, but that's yeah. out. It's out. That yeah. was out. I saw. I okay. remember. Well, whatever that is, that. I have a DVD of it now. So I'll, you know, I'll pop it in, and give it a try. But the, um, so, so last year, uh, there were several films that came as screeners that I we've talked about them in other shows. I one I don't think ever we ever released, but we talked about movies of the you know Oscar Oscar right. nominees of last year, um, movies that I wouldn't have watched, but I had a DVD, so I, I watched them. And uh, some I was like, yep, there's a reason I wouldn't have watched that. And some I was like, well, I never would have watched it, but I'm glad I did. Um, like The Descendants, I would never mm. have sought out, but I love The Descendants. Um, Midnight in Paris, I was pleasantly surprised by. It was really a fun movie. Um, I probably wouldn't have made it out to see Contagion, which is one of my favorite movies of last year. Yeah. Um, and then I got. 
you know, the usual, uh, the help, I probably would not have made a point to see and the help I thought was fantastic. So, so I'm looking forward to, you know, movies that I didn't even know existed coming in, you know, and, and with the usual crop of, I hope they send me Batman because then I can see Batman. <laughs> Celeste uh, and Jesse forever is the name. Celeste of and Jesse forever. Thank you. That's, that's the name of it. I, I Thanks pulled, doc. I pulled it out of the envelope and I was like, I have no idea what this is. I've never even heard of it. Is that a thing? But apparently it was written by, written by Rashida Jones. My yeah. And I like Rashida Jones and I, you know, do these screener DVDs come in boxes or in like sleeves? They usually come in sleeves. It depends on when the movie came out. If the movie's been out, they'll just mail you one of the DVDs just as if you had bought it in the store because those exist. Presumably um, if, it's if it's before a, that, it's just like it's, the it's a, a DVD. It's something it depends on the studio and how much money they're putting into their little campaign. Sometimes it'll be in a little custom box. It'll come with a little artwork. This one, sleeve. <laughs> sleeve in an envelope, piece of paper, says what it is. That's it. Written on Sharpie. You know, um, you know that's that's all the money that we're going to spend on that one. But but anyway, so so I haven't seen a lot of that, and I don't have cable or, or anything like that. Um, I just do have a, a, an internet connection that's just good enough to late at night stream things. So I've been catching up on things like Netflix and I also have, thank you, courtesy of the Writers Guild, um, I also just got, for my second year, my free all-access pass to uh, everything Showtime has online. Ooh. Which which is, uh, there's a lot of Showtime shows that are supposedly great and I've, I can watch them and I just haven't bothered to click on them yet. But one show that I kept hearing great things about even before it swept the Emmys this year was I was already a fan of Homeland from its first season. Um, and Homeland is first season of Homeland was awesome, and they're, now they're in their second season. They're up to well, they're up to they're up to five episodes on my screener, which I think is more episodes than have aired because there are there are many episodes ahead. You can actually see in the screener. It's it's literally called Showtime for your consideration as the airs the area of the website. Watch our show. <laughs> then it's only for people like me who might vote them an award of some kind. So so it's several episodes ahead of what's actually aired. So I know more about what's going on in Showtime than the average viewer does. Um, Showtime is amazing. Uh, Showtime, uh, Homeland on Showtime. Is what is amazing. Homeland? Homeland is based on a, it's based on an Israeli television show. Um, Say what? Yeah, I know. They have TV in Israel. It's hard to believe. Um, and it's about, it's, I don't know how it's different from the, from the, uh, the Israeli version, but I guess the core story is pretty much the same. Um, it's in, in in the Showtime version. It's about um, it's about a CIA, predominantly one CIA operative played by I a person, Claire Danes. Claire Danes, who is fantastic. I've always loved Claire Danes as an actress. She's amazing. Um, Claire Danes is a CIA operative who um, has has. It's not bipolar disorder, but it's close to it. It's something like that. She's uh, she's kind of like off her nut half the time, but she's an amazing analyst. And there's a a guy who is. Um, and again, I guess, uh, can't uh, think of his name, but he's from Band of Brothers. Not he's, Neil McDonough, the other one. He's a, he's a British uh, guy who plays American. He's, he was in Band of Brothers and, uh, and other things. Yeah. Um, he, has, he was an American Marine who was taken prisoner early in the Gulf War and was held captive for eight years and then liberated and comes back to the United States. And it's partly about him trying to like reconcile with his family and his two kids who don't even know who he is and his wife who's been right. – you know, but it's also about whether or not – He's actually now a Manchurian candidate, basically, that he's been turned by his years in captivity, and he's actually a sleeper terrorist. Damien Lewis. Damien Lewis, thank you. He's great. Is has been programmed, has been programmed. Claire Dane suspects that he's been programmed right. to, to do right. something, terrorize. Um, and so the first season is all about is he, isn't he, will he, won't he, will she, you know, who will believe her, et cetera, et cetera. Manny Patinkin is her boss. He's fantastic. Um Marina Baccarin is the wife. She's great. Um, I think she's better in it as an actress than she ever was in Firefly. She's she's she always kind of off to me in Firefly a little she's bit. She's really really good in in Homeland. The whole cast is stellar. I think and and the show is. I was saying this to uh, someone the other day. The amazing thing about the show, the most amazing thing about the show, despite the fact that including the fact that it's on Showtime and therefore language is not a factor and nudity is not a factor. First shot in Marina Baccarin, she's nude. Yay! 
<laughs> now you want to check it out, right? <laughs> um, thank you very much. It's like, I'm just waiting for Claire Danes to get nude. I guess not. It's probably in her contract that she's not gonna, but everyone else is fair game. But, um, but the, a lot of people complain about American television shows that, you know, especially the ongoing mystery shows um, where two characters are together. It's like, well, what does that mean? You'll find out. No. <laughs> and that's all about just stretching it out, just stretching it out. You know, it's like, right. you know, there's, you know, we got to fill a whole season here. Homeland, or, we, or they don't know. Or they don't know. <laughs> Homeland, repeatedly in the first season, and now I'm five episodes into the second season, Homeland blows me away by the way it repeatedly will have something happen where you go, the show's over. That's it. They've just, they've just, every, that's it. That's, that's it. The there whole, can't be more things. It's like if in episode six, they got off the island on Lost. Well, Lost kind of did that in season five and found a way to keep it interesting. Homeland does that every other episode where you go, that's it. They've finished the story. That's all the story. They've solved the mystery. They've f- solved the problem. And they immediately find a way to re-engage you the next week with a new set of problems that keeps things going. So they, and they, they did a thing in season episode two of season two where it's like, that's the whole premise of the show. They've just ended they've just ended the show is he a terrorist isn't he a terrorist what's he gonna do what's he gonna try if he's gonna try it will she expose him will she not that whole storyline is pretty much resolved three episodes into season two and yet they're still going and it's still amazing how they keep turning it into he's a, new... a quintuple agent exactly it's pretty it's pretty well it's, and it's just it's well acted and fascinating and you never know you know where it's going to go it's a, it's just a beautiful show and deservedly i was so happy that it swept the emmys the way it did because cool. i was really happy and the other one is, is didn't i didn't care for the first season of walking dead i thought it was okay i thought it was interesting i thought it was fun that they were trying it but but that cdc episode the sixth episode was just so brain dead stupid it just made me go okay fuck this show um so i never paid attention to the second season um and then uh and then it just happened to when they started the third season the second season appeared on netflix like you do right it's like okay we're starting a third season let's get some interest in the second season well guess what it worked because i started to watch the second season and it wasn't awesome fantastic but it was interesting enough and for pringles viewing yeah readily yeah. on demand that you know and they kept it interesting i was like okay you know all right oh, that was kind of cool what they did and they, they did maintain their no one is safe you think your beloved character will never die well maybe not so much you know they'll every couple episodes they'll whack somebody and you'll go god damn i didn't think they would do that um and then they had a pretty fun crazy balls out finale for the limited budget that they had for season two well they had huge ratings on season two presumably they got some more money so so I watched season two, and of course now season three has begun. It's not on Netflix, but it is on iTunes, and the first episode it aired, and I'm like, well, okay, dollar ninety nine, dollar ninety nine. What could it hurt? Holy shit! <laughs> Holy shit! The first episode of season three. Wow. Holy God. Now, I've, I've said this before. Have any of you guys actually checked it out yet? Or? Uh, no, but I, 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 I watched, it, but I watched I full, it the same time you did. Okay. Was, yeah. I fully intend just to start on season three. That's what I'm saying. Watch the pilot and skip. If, if, if you're easily bored, go to season three. Um, and as we talked about, uh, my, my take is like if, if Walking Dead was a movie, season three is where the movie would start or should start. Um, it's kind of where Zack Snyder's Day of Dawn of the Dead started. You know, it's like it's there's a little bit of, of preamble to, to Day, Dawn of the Dead, but but um, season three is just like comes out of the gate like game like, on, like, yeah, like like a freight train. It's like whoa, okay. So if they can maintain that through season three, then goddamn, they're they're gonna cement their place in in movie history, I think. But you know, whether whether creatively we think it is, it's worth pointing out. I guess I saw the thing, Walking Dead. Um, last year was the biggest show on cable. Its debut episode was the biggest show on television. Wow, mm-hmm. it got better ratings than anything on any network at all of that week you know so, that's amazing wow so that's you know that's it 
you know, they've actually AMC's f- got to be kind of going. This is going well for yeah. us. This is working out so far. So far, for the first time, They're two episodes in, right? Yeah, now. I watched. I watched. You know, uh, the first two seasons, and I, I, <laughs> I would have given up on season two. It probably it's yeah. another thing where if I'd watched it straight through, probably okay, fine. It's not yeah. great, but but week by week, I was you know watching it with my roommates. Every episode, I'd be I'd be going. Why are we still watching this show? Yeah. Why? Why, guys? Why are you putting? Why are we putting ourselves through this? But so I, I was. Season three's got two episodes left to hook me <laughs> because the because the premieres of the season is always great. That's where they spend that sure. and the finale are where they spend their money. So okay, and then give me the second episode and see if you can keep that up. And yeah, it's totally yeah. it's great. And and they're doing. For the first time, they haven't done this before, but they've started doing, and like you said, we'll see if they keep it up. They're doing the Homeland thing where they'll set something up where you go, okay, I see how this is going to be. Here's our season arc. Episode two especially did that. Episode two is like, okay, here's the season arc, and then just, (laughs) no, they end that in three minutes. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) And and I was just like, damn, (laughs) okay. You got plot lines to burn this year. Okay. I I don't know what's going on here. Now I'm intrigued. So, yeah. yeah. That's a a really... me back it's it actually am- won me back it's an amazing thing that that it, when a show can do that when a show can like you know make just just prove it's it's if it can keep going just prove that it's smarter than you it's yeah like, i'm a pretty savvy viewer here's this guy okay i get it the whole episode the whole season is going to be about him and him fighting for dom nope <laughs> he just killed him okay yeah. moving on <laughs> now i don't know what's going. that's that's what the last season of breaking bad was like it's oh just yeah like, it's just yeah, like yeah. every single episode became like, you know, you could have done a season of this thing. Yeah. This is great. Like, there's one particular episode that has to do... I, I'm not even going to spoil it, but it... it a, a certain incredibly complex activity upon which you could base a feature film. No. And it's like, oh, wow, they're setting up to do this. This is going to be... They're going to really have to, like, focus on this for a few... There's so many points of failure. 42 minutes. Time. Yeah. Start to finish. It's like, good God, I can't... And, and got was, even more complicated on top of that. Right. And that was the thing... <laughs> yeah, and the plan went wrong. And, they yeah. started, uh, and that was the thing that struck me about Weeds. When I was watching Weeds, I bailed on season, you know, 45. Um, it's, <laughs> I think it's still fucking airing. Uh, the first three or four seasons of Weeds are a lot of fun, and I recommend them. The first season will hook you, so don't watch it unless you want to watch the first few seasons, and you'll know when you want to bail. But that's the that was something that struck me about Weeds as well, is they're they're like going through massive plot arcs fast it's just like boom 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 because you keep thinking all right well that's well okay cool a netflix discovery that i just made um is a documentary called indie game i just i was gonna say yeah me too i'm having that recommended to me from all sides right now did you see it i did watch it that was a great it's it's about uh three if i recall correctly three factions of different indie gamers doing one of them is the guy who did fez uh and and another couple other games uh meet something super meat boy super meat boy and it's basically the it was one of those documentaries where the guys that were filming just got there at the right time because they were finding it mostly in the throes of agony and the third act of their creation story trying to get the game done and these things aren't as far as i know fully overlapping like they must have spread it out so they could get a few stories to make the doc out of but you follow these people through the process of finishing a game that they've been working on for no money for like six years and it's great and they're really affable and fun to watch and there's some cool inner drama stuff going on and explanations and cool stuff and it made me want to play indie games and not a lot of things yeah. made me want to play you want to go out and buy super Meat boy and never play it because i want to i want to play fez at least because fez yeah, looks fez like a lot of fun. really fun that game and i'm not a gamer that what was great about indie game was that movie could just as easily have been called indie movie in the sense uh. that the process of what those guys are going through it's like i don't know nothing about games or the gaming world but been there, done making that. pink five is that's what it's like yeah <laughs> what making pink five and making arc what those guys are doing 
is I've lived all that, except I was making videos instead of games. But otherwise, that whole sort of I have no life. I sure hope to God this pays off because I feel like an idiot for doing this all this time. You know, everyone thinks I'm dead. Everyone, no one, the general world, you know, we promoted it way back when and now the world just thinks we, we've given up and gone away and we aren't making it and I want to like go on the internet and go we are making it I'm making it every day you motherfuckers <laughs> you know it's like it's exactly like that it's it's so I related to them on that level even though what they're specifically doing I can't relate to at all that was what's fascinating about it the process is exactly the same you know, I'll, another speaking of documentaries on Netflix, I think it's still there. If you can find uh, Resurrect Dead, I keep uh, I keep that's passing a weird that one. one. That's a weird because that's just it's the documentary is the documentary is fine. It's what it's just the topic, just the, just presenting the topic of what it's about is just will just break your head. It's the weirdest thing. You know, the Toynbee Tiles and Resurrect Dead. Are you familiar? Oh, I did. I did watch the, Resurrect the Dead. Then yeah. yeah, it's Toynbee Tiles. tiles. Yeah. Uh, I can. I I've can heard the Toynbee idea on uh, Resurrect Dead on Jupiter. Resurrect Dead on Planet Jupiter. Yeah. What? Yeah. Um, I had actually oh, okay. heard of the Toynbee. I had actually heard about the Toynbee Tiles before that. I knew that. about them before, and then I heard there was going to be a documentary. No, and the doc. I I did watch that. Yeah. And it's amazing. Nuts. It's really gripping. Yeah. It's just here's weird. the premise. For some reason, and this is a real thing. We're not making this up. It's not supernatural. It's just a thing. Yeah. Toynbee Tiles. Go to Wikipedia. Whole the, page. T o y n b e e tiles toynbee the philosopher or economist or whatever right. toynbee was a famous here's the deal brian and i are both like in, in, in yeah, cities yeah, yeah. well i'll tell you in cities around the world but mostly like philadelphia boston and a couple East others Coast, and then US like brazil and weird yeah. places there are these pavers on streets that don't come off they're really 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 hard to remove it's like they are part of the street they just appear one day and they have this weirdo batshit message written on them and it's variations of the same message about resurrect dead on planet jupiter in kubrick's 2010 and 2001 uh, 2001 idea uh, it says. and Toynbee. and they're made out of like glasswork mosaic shit and it, it wouldn't be a thing. It's this exact. It's the exact sort of thing you would walk over without noticing it in L.A. It's just. It looks very. Someone New York. noticed. I mean, if you're on the street in New York, you just go. Yeah. yeah at yeah. some at some point, someone noticed that there was two of them, and then noticed that there was three, and then started going. Wait a second. And it turns out there's like seventy, and they're all over the world, yeah, but they, mostly in those spots. Mostly around the East Coast. They've been showing up for years. They've been showing up for like forty years. They literally seem to appear overnight, as far as anyone can ever. And tell. no one can figure out who the fuck is doing it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Or what. It means and it's and, and and the the doc follows a couple of people who got kind of obsessed and tried to figure it out. One team got over the course of the doc it gets aggravatingly close. Yeah. Like this has got to be, but it couldn't be because. But it's got to be. Oh, they, they it's so great. Much, they pretty much point the finger at someone and make they a pretty say compelling they, they, case. They, they say we're 90 percent on but this. But that guy. person refuses to talk to them or appear on camera. So so there's there's no resolution to it, unfortunately. But they make a pretty compelling case. Oh, but it was uh, I remember that it was cool. But it's just the whole yeah, the whole process and the whole. And the thing is that one of the things that makes the documentary fascinating is the guys who are obsessed with the tiles are pretty much just as batshit as whoever's making the tiles is how it turns out because they're so obsessed with this thing. The central question is why do you care? Yeah. It's, a, it it's a thing. It's, it's fascinating it's, it's and graffiti. eerie and weird and, you know, and, and just the whole concept of walking down the street and seeing a thing embedded in the street that says resurrect dead on planet Jupiter. It does make you kind of go I'd like to know more about what that is. Yeah, if you're interested. What is that? Uh, the way I first heard about it was on the website, which you should know about anyway because it's outstanding. Daminteresting.com. D-A-M-N. Daminteresting.com. Had a great bit, uh, great article about Toynbee Tiles. You should go to Damn Interesting anyway because it's great. Yeah. Uh, it's like QI in it's, web page yeah, form. It's, just, it's just random, random interesting things. There's an article about Toynbee Tiles and it's 
a good place to start if you're curious. So that's a fascinating thing. Just, to, just gives you the history of the Toynbee tiles and just how twisted that is. That's mm. a great documentary. Um, uh, the, I, I can't think of any other like recent recommendations, although I did see The Master and I had a, a unique experience watching The Master. Um, I got about an hour into it and I left. I didn't. Uh, I didn't walk out. I left. Do you see the distinction? Like it wasn't like I was like fuck this. It was just sort of like I got other things to do. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm, I, there's a better use of my time here. I'm kind of hungry. As it was. Was it a sense of I? I get Not, what's happening here. Yeah, and I'm, it's it I, is another forty minutes isn't going to make me get it anymore. <laughs> the 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 sheer power and greatness of. Philip Seymour Hoffman and Joaquin Phoenix committing to characters and doing an, an incredible job of just being those characters will get you about 45 minutes into the movie. There's nothing else happening in that movie. It's just basically two actors in a room being acty at each other. It's incredibly light on plot. And it's sort of, it's just sort of, you know, the first 20 minutes you're like, okay, where are they going with this? And after an hour you're like, okay. Well, oh, nowhere. <laughs> circles. <laughs> yeah. And you know, it's, Philip Seymour Hoffman's going to win and Joaquin Phoenix is going to win and it's they're great. It's just like, like I said, I didn't walk out. I left. Just like, <laughs> bye movie. Good job. Like, I wanted to high five the movie as I Keep walked going. out. Keep going. You know, you, 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 you're, you're great. You don't great. ever change. I got to run, but this has been fun. This has All been right. great. <laughs> if you kids would stop singing for just one minute. Yeah. Yeah, it was, you know, I just, I, I left. And it was weird because um, uh, Paul Sanagata, who's Paulu on our forums, had the exact same experience. And he's Mr. Like, get really into. Did, he did? He Yeah, he did. I, I, he's I said, totally the guy I would expect to, like, sit in the theater until they play it again. Yeah. Like, <laughs> finish it and then just be like, I'm not leaving until Whatever, the next no, show starts. But, you know, you know when Paul's like, nah. Yeah. <laughs> the, mo- the movie is wow. paper thin. No, I'm not... It's... It, it's it, it's totally subjective. How do you... What do you define as a great movie? I would say it probably is a great movie, but I was just like, all right, peace. This, this is great. Bye. It was just... The word boring is not right, but it is. I haven't seen. Uh, I, I'll uh, just to be clear. I haven't seen the the master, so I'm not saying that based on uh, just just based on the you know the uh, the the the, the, the uh, sense of it. You the get. sense of it. You get. About it. It's a yeah. super like intellectual thing, and uh, you yeah. know. The, the, so it, you hear this thrown around a lot in reviews. It is a tour de force of acting, mm. but. That's... Was it was it you, Mike? No, it must have been. If you, it must not have been. If you, I haven't seen it yet. But it was. I heard it described somewhere as like a just a is it a masterpiece or is it a mess or maybe that was Cloud Atlas actually I'm Cloud thinking, Atlas but it was, yeah yeah so, is it a masterpiece or a mess it's said, both yeah. it's either a masterpiece or a mess maybe it's both yeah Can't right tell. anyway the master if you liked Punch Drunk Love and you think I'm you gonna could, say masterpiece by the way on Cloud Atlas yeah. but okay, <laughs> if you liked Punch Drunk Love in terms of like taking harder and harder hits of a drug like if if you got through boogie nights it's like hell yeah and then you level up to a little bit trickier to get through punch yeah. drunk love yeah that, okay there, if, if there will be blood was your cup of tea okay if you <laughs> okay and if you can get through there will be blood which i loved uh, i didn't finish punch drunk love but i got through i love there will be blood all right now we're gonna double up the master see i i loved punch drunk love but i was Too not uh I'm, I'm with i'm with brian i, I was I not huge was, on yeah. uh there will be blood yeah. but i, I love punch drunk love i did like punch drunk love i was really pleasantly surprised by it i've never really had an urge to revisit it but i remember going okay that was interesting and you know fun and i, I didn't feel like i wasted my time yeah um there will be blood boogie I, nights I, just feels like something there's just, so many characters it's just fun it's just yeah. really fun yeah. and 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 a really great movie and and i guess weirdly enough even though how offbeat and weird it was at the time it's just it's 
it's his, I guess that was his mainstream movie. Yeah. I'll, I'll make a conventional mainstream movie <laughs> about the porn industry in the seventies, and then I'm going to start to you know make my and, own thing, an art house epic about the porn industry in the seventies. Yeah, he's getting farther movie. and farther out there, but uh, you know, Boogie Nights is still. I think Boogie Nights is a masterpiece. I think that's amazing. I, I love. Boogie I rewatched Nights. it recently. It just it holds up amazingly well. It's Isn't fantastic. it really long? Is it like two and a half hours? It's long? pretty long. Yeah. It's pretty long. Yeah, I lo- I loved um, I love Punch Drunk Love in the same way that I love Napoleon Dynamite. My big dick, and I want to fuck. Yeah, Punch Drunk Love is is in the same realm as napoleon dynamite i'm like i don't know why i like this yeah but i'm just fascinated by these people it's kind of the flip side of what we say about you know movies like inception and looper it's like oh it's not perfect but if every movie was like this the world would be great it's like if this were the baseline yeah yeah i I love napoleon dynamites and punch drunk love but i would not want every if they were the basis for movies i would stop yeah 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 it would take. It would take it's like one of those every now. If and they then, made every, if every movie was like this, it'd be the seventies. <laughs> yeah. Now the flip side, um, I, I can nominate. Is that the one with Sandra Bullock? Yeah. Ah. <laughs> uh, uh, wow. Uh, <laughs> everyone laughed and then groaned. Yeah, you got the whole full full spread on that one. Um, in 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 terms of things uh, that are that I checked out and went no. Um, <laughs> in terms of television, uh, I will say that. Uh, are you still there? for me? And it seems to be it seems to be doing really well. So I don't think it's going to uh, be the same scenario. But um, I saw about a half hour of Revolution, yeah. and I said and I said, wow, someone looked at Terra Nova and said, you know what this needs? No dinosaurs. Mm. Um, I. I got. I only made it halfway through the pilot of Revolution, and I went, "Oh, I'm so you nope, you know, you nope know, the fuck out." I, I'm so done with this, and apparently, it's doing really well. But it's, uh, it's but already got its full At season. It's pe- doing relatively doing well in the ratings, um, and maybe it's getting a little better. I don't know if I have to get a little give it a check out later. But boy, that first that pilot, I was like, mm, no, I don't know. I watched the pilot. I actually watched because you said you know after like the first twenty minutes, right? Yeah. I, I did yeah. watch the whole of the pilot, but I was like, okay, I'm good. When they set out for Chicago on foot or wherever the fuck was, yes, happening, and I, I was. Done. And Talk about like, and then set, you told me like shockingly yeah. after the commercial break, here we are in Chicago. Yeah, it's like <laughs> the, the, I thought that was a season trying to get. Yes, to Chicago. exactly. They're setting it up, and it's like talk about you know plot lines to burn. Yeah, they're like okay, we're gonna set out on this horrible, dangerous you know hundred mile or more thousand mile journey to to Chicago. It's are gonna, we there yet? Yes. And it's <laughs> yeah. commercials, and we're back from the commercials, and they're literally walking into Chicago. <laughs> and then they and, and then they, 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 and the, then they were, and tell me, and they were there to find so and so's uncle, who they find by walking into the they're first. Literally, literally <laughs> the first building they walk into he owns that building yeah he owns and i didn't that even bar. get that far and i said this this show well that's just how chicago is it's, yeah. yeah it's anyway a t- it's a small town with a big town feel now see i know i know several people who are still watching it yeah but even they do not dispute the quality of it yeah I, and i asked them like why are you still watching the show like when does an actress friend and she's like well i want to be on it so <laughs> okay yeah, sure. i was enough, like yeah. okay yeah. But it's terrible, right? If, you're studying, terrible. Scorpi- oh, if you're studying scorpions clinically, then that doesn't mean you're weird. That, yeah, that's, right. that's 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 business as a hobby. Yeah, yeah. But. Here's one. Uh, it, it, if it's in theaters now, it won't be in like two weeks. So this is not an anti recommendation. This right? is a recommendation. Okay. I loved the fuck out of Pitch Perfect. Uh, huh. the, Everyone's saying good things. I love. Yeah. Well, first of all. If you liked Bring It On, and I know it's kind of a jokey thing, like Josie and the Pussycats, but if you liked Bring It On, and it is a, it, it's good at what it is, you're already in the, yeah, you'd have fun with this movie anyway. But in addition to that, it's about acapella singers, and that is such my shit. <laughs> that is <laughs> well, such there, my there shit. Go. It's like Bring It On meets Glee or and, something. And yeah. by the way, yeah. I had certainly a, hear the pitch that got the movie green. Yeah. Oh, and, and Glee's big. Yeah. Um, and I, 
I had a weird experience because I didn't know jack shit about Anna Kendrick walking in. I didn't even I didn't know until the credits came on. Oh, so that's Anna Kendrick. That's that oh, that's, that's right. that short. Oh, that's right. She's in it. Yeah. Yeah. She's okay. the she's the lead, and she has a, a an outstanding fucking singing voice. Who knew? Um, it's really her voice. She's a really good singer. She was a musical theater person. But anyway, I walked out of that movie with the with like a disproportionately huge crush, and yeah. I actively. Of like usually, if I was interested in some, if I was thinking about Tom Hanks or Robert Downey, I'd pull up an interview with him with Letterman or something. I actively avoided doing that because I didn't want to fan the flames. I wanted to be like, nope, this is never going to happen. So just put it away. Don't think about Anna Kendrick. So you haven't seen Up in the Air or Fifty uh, Fifty then? I, I saw both of them, but she didn't leave. Something about the singing, and she was wearing gothy makeup. It was so yeah. cool. Oh, she was such my shit. In I, my favorite thing, and I haven't seen Twilight. You know, okay, she's in those, but um, and somehow she got out. Yeah, she's managed <laughs> to you know do okay. But fifty fifty, I really thought she was fantastic yeah. in fifty fifty. She's in Scott Pilgrim too, isn't she? Yeah, she is briefly. Yeah, she's she's briefly. Scott's she's she's, she's yeah. yeah. It's, a, it's like a one day shoot for her. Yeah, yeah. But oh, dude, Pitch Perfect is so fun and so funny and so is it was great. I, I'm not even wait. I'm not even aware Anna Kendrick is in Pitch Perfect. I saw yeah. one trailer and it's all it's all about the the big blonde girl. That's that's the only one who stands out in my mind. No. Uh, Elizabeth Banks is also in it. Elizabeth Banks produced it, and okay. she they have sort of Good best in show ish commentators for the acapella performances, which they don't really do. She, has, acapella she gave performances. herself a cameo in it, but and, yeah, her and a actor whose name is Jim Ward. No, I don't remember. That uh, sounds right. Uh, is sitting next to her, and they're being they're making funny jokes about what's going on on stage. I do like Elizabeth Banks. I think uh, she's and, great. and she's very funny in it. And there's <laughs> there's it's it's just I I loved Pitch Perfect. And if you don't catch it in the theaters, if it doesn't sound like a cup of tea. Don't. But if it sounds sort of like your cup of tea, yes, it is. Oh, it's so cool. I was so happy with that movie. Yep. I can't think of any other recommendations, though, of recent. Anyone else? Well, all right, then. <laughs> <laughs> any other thumbs down? I'm trying to think of it. Yeah. Uh, have it, have it oh, actually, well, here's a minor one, just weirdly enough. Um, uh, uh, Matthew Perry's new set come, Go On. I actually kind of like. Uh, it's on Hulu. Goon? Go- yeah, Goon. I like the show, <laughs> the show Goon. The Seth MacFarlane done uh, right. Saturday Night Live. Yeah, I like the show Goon. This is um, the this is the this is the one after Mr. Sunshine, right? Mr. Sunshine yeah. stopped. Yeah, Mr. Sunshine's over, and so now he's doing a new show. Um, it's man, it's, he gets all the chances. Yeah, it's, well, you know, you get a lot after you've been on Friends. You get a lot of got a lot of shots. Um, it's I really it's okay. I mean, they're they're like the the first the the pilot was was free for download on iTunes, and I did that, and I was like, oh, okay, that's cool. And then I, I hadn't really thought about it, but but it's all on Hulu now. Um, at least all but the second episode is now passed out. You know, the second episode's out of the five year five day five week window, but um, unless you buy Hulu Plus. But I, I someone said, oh, they're all on Hulu, and it's pretty good. And I was like, okay, so I, same thing, just bang, just burn through two and a half hours. That's all it takes to watch five episodes of Go On. Um, it's it's I like it. I really enjoy it because it does. It's it's funny. It's I I mean it's in Matthew Perry's strike zone, the funny snarky manic guy. Yeah. So if you like Matthew Perry doing that, it's Go. it's your it's your stuff and it's my stuff. So so that's great. Him being snarky. Um, it's it's it wants to be like Community. It wants to be like the 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 wacky band of misfits. You know, sit in a room every week and and you know have be cra- funny at each have other, crazy adventures and and all that kind of stuff. And it is that it's a it's a really good ensemble. The ensemble's really good. There's an actress in it who. She was she was um she was the she was Mrs. Witwicky in the Transformers movies of which huh. I have no yeah the mom whatsoever oh, yeah, yeah. but the mom but she's a regular on she's great and she's a stage actress apparently so she's she's like a Tony winner I believe or Tony nominee done a whole bunch of stuff I didn't I didn't remember seeing her in anything ever but if you go to her IMDb it's ten miles long she's she's yeah. one of those 
character actors are like yeah. I know that face. She's, I've yeah. seen you somewhere. She's she's really good. She's really the, the the scene stealer of the of the show. Really, and they've 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 they started to put her and Matthew Perry together more and more because it seems like she's, she's kind of breaking the, out a bit. And yeah, the it's working too. out really well. So you know, like any show, it takes a way, it can kind of find its way. And you know, Community didn't start like what Community is now. Right. Yeah. You know, it sort of found its way. So I think Go On has that kind of potential. I just I really enjoy it, and every so often it does get a little. For me, successfully, heartstring tuggy because it is about people who, people who have uh, it's a grief support group. And Matthew Perry's wife has died is is the setup. So it's all about him dealing with the loss of his wife. Um, everyone's dealing with grief in some way. And that's you what know the what network it's on? Is that, it NBC, NBC, NBC. That is a really ballsy basis for it a is. sitcom. It yeah. is, and every and they'll, and they'll get into it. I mean, they'll deal comedically with it, but they'll get into it. You know, about him like he can't sleep in the bed. He he, he can mm. only sleep on the couch. He still can't bring himself to sleep in their bed, um, and and things like that. And you know, so once once in a while, it'll have that kind of you know bittersweet little sad montage where you kind of go, wow, okay. Um, and uh, I, I just think it's worth checking out. Yeah, it's all on it's all on Hulu. Give it a look. The other one that I just watched on Hulu, uh, you see ads for the Hulu original shows, and they're mostly like, oh my god, no. Um, but I like Arc. I really liked yeah, Arc. <laughs> uh, I really liked. I think it's the, there's a documentary from 2000 or so. I think it's called The Cruise. It's about a guy uh, who is a tour guide in New York, and his name is he goes by Speed Levitch. Um, I think his name is Tim. I might be wrong, uh, but he the, the yeah, he's the guy that gives the wacky yeah the re, the reason double decker uh, the reason tours. someone said I need to make a documentary about this guy ten years ago is that he has this sort of weird Gonzo philosophical approach to tour guiding, <laughs> uh, where he's talking about like the sort of spiritual significance of things happening here and there and the other way in the way that serendipity works with people who have lived here and this stuff and the other and he finds these really wacky stories and he makes a really compelling presentation as a tour guide and hulu just gave him a show basically doing like an across the united states sort of the sort of show you'd see on the history channel or something just walking around and basically doing tour guide events uh in san francisco or chicago or whatever and i really enjoy that it might not be your cup of tea you have to either like him or hate him uh but I really like it, and it's called Up to Speed. It's on Hulu. And the first episode's about San Francisco, and the second one's about Chicago, if I'm not mistaken. And I liked both of those. So, fun fact. Yeah. I guess, I, guess, uh, I mean, we were mentioning, like, Looper and stuff like that. Um, I've... The people who've, who've, who know me know I've been banging the drum, but it's starting to come out not in America now, so I'll just put in another... Is this going to be about Judge Dredd? Yes, it is. God damn it, Michael. <laughs> I'm just going to put it out there. All right. I'm just saying. I, I regret not if seeing it. If it's coming it, I... out in your in your arena now... Just go see the Dread reboot. That's all I'll say. Michael Scott will buy everyone a ticket. Yeah. <laughs> see, what's sad is Judge Dredd is... I was t- tempted. I was... Dude, I was yeah, you're like, it's on the house. He will sponsor you to go see I was, Judge I was tempted to, uh, to... Mike would be a sponsor of Judge Dredd. I was tempted to be like, seriously, go see it. And the first five people who told me tell me they hated it, I will reimburse yeah, their tickets. Send me a picture of your tickets. That's how, that's how, like... I, and then I was like, I, I, never mind. See, <laughs> I won't do that. See, I got close, though. Judge Dredd is exactly the kind of show that I will never get as a Writer's Guild screener. Yeah. It's like, no, God damn it. You know, they're going to send me this year is extremely loud and incredibly boring or Lincoln whatever. yeah you know Lincoln I'll probably get yeah, yeah it's almost guaranteed I, I want to see Lincoln yeah, yeah, I'm curious to see Lincoln. I am want to see Lincoln. And once in a while, they'll throw in, you know, a surprise like like last year. I got the the last Harry Potter movie because we're huh. putting that up right. for everything. You know, so okay, great. You know, but uh, mostly it's obscure, more more indie stuff, which is good. You know, because sometimes you'll see those. But once in a while, it'll be like, oh, awesome. So I doubt, I doubt I'll get Batman. I doubt they'll send that one. You know, no. Oh, you'll get no, Batman. They're gonna put they're gonna, they're gonna put that up for consideration. Okay. Yeah, they I'm did. Sure. They, I hope you're right. They put up Dark Knight. I don't see why they put, wouldn't put up Dark Knight Rises. Cool. Well, there's some recommendations and some whatever the opposite of recommendations are. 
Some warnings. Some, some warnings. warnings. <laughs> Abandon warnings. all hope, ye who watch here. So we have we have some people who've said that Revolution is kind of worth watching, or do we have anyone who said that? Or you, no, no, no. What I was saying was, I have people says, who I'm are watching, watching it, it, but I, I, but for professional reasons, well, for pleasure. Yeah, that's one <laughs> of the tax write off. I, I've, I have, I know people who are watching it in full awareness of how bad it is. Okay, and I say, well, then why are you still watching it? And they don't always have answers. <laughs> okay, fair <laughs> enough. All right. So to walk away, your most strong recommendation. I'm actually going to go with Pitch Perfect is my strongest recommendation. I loved the shit out of that movie and no one saw it. Brian? Uh, I'd say give Walking Dead the season two a chance in Netflix form, in shotgun form. Pringles. In Pringle form. Mike? Mm -hmm. Uh, I guess my strongest would be Dread. Cloud Atlas is second, but you were probably already going to go see Cloud Atlas, but not Dread. So I will say definitely go check out Dread. Dre? Uh, Homeland, if you can get hold of it. I mean, it's a Showtime show. It's not on iTunes. I don't know where you can see it, but I think the first season has been released on DVD or something. Cool. So it can be found. Yeah, surely it's it's somewhere. This has been Down in Front. You can always find more episodes at downinfront.net. Subscribe to us on iTunes. Get a brand new episode every single week. Twitter.com slash Down in Front. Facebook Down in Front Show. Email us at downinfrontshow at gmail.com. Go to the forum. Register. It's cool. Good people. Talk about movies with us. It's fun stuff. We make things sometimes. Uh, buy our shirts. Give us money. And until next week, my name is T. Christie. Brian. Cheers, dog. This has been Down in Front. Thank you much for listening. Good night. Good night. Holden Hill designed and maintained the website. <laughs> I forgot that. <laughs> Fun fact, Holden Hill also um, is the sysadmin for the Daily Blink, Chris Hannell's oh, okay. World of Warcraft that thing. That makes sense. When, when Holden found out that my friend Chris did the Daily Blink, Holden had a little Holdengasm and huh. got in touch with Chris, who eventually learned, as I had once learned, to use Holden to his fullest extent before he kills you in the night. Uh, and apparently Holden was helping Chris set up the website. And when they were designing the beta version of the Daily Blink website, Holden had used like the bottom nav bar, which was no one was really, they weren't even paying attention to. It was like a graphical element more than anything else. Every single one of those buttons links to down in front. Nice. <laughs> even though they're like next strip, previous strip, like that kind of shit. Every single one of them just links to down in front. So we had like 750 hits in the first month of the Daily Blink's new website. <laughs> nice. And what's fun is he showed me the analytics from GoDaddy, and it tells you how long the visits were. We had like 750 <laughs> yeah. five-second visits One from the Daily Blink yeah. redirect. Fuck is this? Back. Click. Yeah. Oh, this can't be right. Right. Holden Hill Design maintains all the websites. See, but are you... there but are there any clicks that are like you know half hour, an hour long, two hours? There was a couple. There was a couple yeah. people. We, yeah. Somebody was like, yeah. "What's this?" Oh, Holden Hill yeah. outreach program. Yeah, yeah. Well, goes, there, there are a couple that are, are like, anonymous. Are, are they doing a thing? There's got. Where's the punchline? Yeah, there must be some point the, to this. Yeah. Some people are just really. This is really elaborate. Out. Yeah, uh, you know, anonymous is going to you know do a MySQL injection and get all the database entries. Holden's going to find all the websites and just surreptitiously link to us. <laughs> <laughs> that's a, for for only ten minutes, but we're going to get ten thousand hits. So that's my second recommendation. Holden Hill. Holden Hill. Good night, everybody.